Ian Thorpe is number one. A kickstart for Australia. Gold in a world record. Now it's Donovan Bailey trying to pick up runners. Donovan Bailey is putting on the third. A perfect score, 10.0 for Dante Kamenici, a perfect score. The first time I've never seen it. So in over 100 years, nobody's won as many medals at the Olympic Games in any sport than this great champion, Michael Phelps. Usain Bolt spreading ahead, winning by daylight and setting a world record, 9.68. The wind is okay. Good evening, afternoon and good night from Off the Podium, an Olympics podcast as we bring you our 16th episode on the 14th day of Rio de Janeiro 2016, the Summer Olympics and uh, we are getting so close to the end and so sad but uh, we're at least here to be able to cover a very action-packed, exciting day. What a day! For sport, what a day for the Olympics! What a day for Australia in general! Because uh, look, we like to take credit for a lot of things on this show because that's what we generally do in the Oz Network. We say something, it happens, and we take credit for it. Well, all we've done this podcast is take credit for the sport of modern pentathlon, and out of nowhere, out of nowhere. Australia is the greatest nation in the world when it comes to modern pentathlon because of us. We're taking credit for it. Chloe Esposito, you are welcome. We'll get to that. And because we've got an Australian on the line who's excited for modern pentathlon as I am, as the entire nation is right now, Jared Lubick, what a day for sport, what a day for Australia, what a day for the world. Yeah, I mean, really, it should have been a national holiday. Um, <laughs> I'm hoping they'll, they'll call one for Monday. I mean... This sport is just going to take off in Australia. Um, the most unexpected gold medal of the Olympic Games for Australia and just, I think, my favourite. And, um, I mean, I'd put um, Chloe Esposito, I mean, I'd put her up for the flag bearer for the closing ceremony because, I mean, what what an amazing win. Not a question. Not even a, not even a debate, Jared. Uh, I think that it should be locked and loaded. The AOC right now should have her holding the flag as we speak, teaching how to wave it. Um, Yes, absolutely. We're going to talk about this a lot today. Uh, But also on the line, he's here celebrating the fact that uh, they won a few bronzes, including in the sport of equestrian. What a day to win a medal in equestrian. (laughs) Uh, It's Colin Hilding. Colin, welcome back to Off the Podium. Yeah, Eric Lamaze in fine lady number five, uh, <laughs> back on the podium for the first time since Beijing. And uh, I don't know, this is, uh, it's so hard to keep track. I mean, this is a, a two bronze day for Canada, or three bronze day, or four bronze day, or three bronze day, depending on what time you were following the results. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure by the time this episode ends, we will have regained a bronze in the 50k race walk and probably lost it again just by the time this episode's over we should mention that uh we actually put up on our facebook that we weren't planning on doing an episode today but we thought not stuff it this is modern pentathlon history we have to talk about it we are recording this uh basically on day 15 i think the triathlon's on right now so hopefully by the end of it we can say that australia and canada have both choked again and not won a medal in an event that we're being talked up in uh, there's a lot of that today in terms of results, but um, yeah, I'm seeing here. So uh, yeah, Canada three bronze or maybe four, um, because I thought they'd won four, but you've just told me coming on air that the one that they won that was then given back to Japan and like two of your bronzes basically were awarded by protest. You've only kept one of them, but you might get it back. 
Mm-hmm. How does that work? Yeah, it's so confusing. <laughs> um, I mean, I just finished watching, uh, like, right as we were, I was delaying recording this because they had an interview with Ed, Evan Dunphy, the guy from the 50K race walk, uh, where I guess he officially said, you know, that they they were advising him that he could appeal again and that he could probably get the bronze back, and he chose to forego that. He said, you know what, I'm happy with the race I ran, and ultimately I don't think that cost me you know, a bronze, uh, I don't think I was in it to take it. I think he was 14 seconds behind and one bump he doesn't think costs him. So as far as he's concerned, he's dropping it now. We'll probably settle for a fourth position. But fourth in 50K race walk, I think, is still the best results we've ever had. So go power walking. Pretty Canadian. Give me the new sport of Canada. Pretty Canadian, that is, isn't it? Just taking the umpires and saying, oh, Norway, it's fine. Fourth is good. It's all right. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I mean, let's just quickly say that you got a bronze in the 4 by 100 metres relay, the men's, uh, after America were disqualified because they didn't change the baton properly. Uh, fair enough. Um, but you were, you actually got your two bronzes, which I, as far as I know, these aren't being protested. You said Eric Lamar's in the equestrian, the individual jumping. Australia was robbed. Jared, um, I don't even know where we came in that. Um, and football, soccer, you beat Brazil to get the bronze. So, um, you know, you've got two at least there that were won by not having somebody else disqualified or half disqualified or whatever you want to count that one. Yeah, we have two uncontested medals here. Uh, they're both Canadian gold, so we're cleaning up in the bronze. If they, I swear, if this Olympics was judged based on bronze medals, Canada would be number one right now in the rankings. Well, pretty much. I mean, if I quickly press a couple of buttons and sort it via the bronze, you're ahead of Australia. Um, so that puts you in a... We'd be number one on this podcast. Well, That's all that matters. Exactly, exactly. You're uh, equal on bronze with Germany and France. Um, and Britain, uh, France. France. So, you know, not too bad, but, uh, yeah, decent. All right. Well, you, you can take that. Australia have won four less bronze in Canada. So, um, yeah, that's, that's how that rolls. Jared, um, for Australia, uh, obviously we'll get to Chloe in just a second. You're talking about the power walking Well, our, our main man, Jared Talent. Uh, he looked like he had the gold in the bag. He looked like he could finally actually win a gold on the day and not rely on the guy in front getting disqualified and getting it handed to him on the steps of Melbourne's Parliament House a couple of years later. But um, sadly, he lost it in the last two kilometres, but he was still happy with silver. With that result, he became the most successful Australian track and field male athlete in the history of the Olympics. It's his fourth medal out of uh, three Olympics. Uh, and he still looks like he's ready to go on to Tokyo. Uh, I mean, we love Jared Talent, don't we? Oh, absolutely. I mean, any Australian who gets uh, awarded a gold medal years after the actual Olympics when the other guy gets done for um, taking banned substances, I mean, that's a legend in our book. Um, I mean, it was a great race. It looked like he was going to win. The commentators jinxed him like they always do. I mean, they... They were talking about how there was no way. Oh, he's definitely got it from here. Look at the gap that he's opened up. And then all of a sudden, um, he just kind of slows down and gets overtaken. Um, But, I mean, the silver lining is that now he's willing to kind of continue on to Tokyo. Whereas if he'd won, that probably would have been it. It's an interesting sport, isn't it? (laughs) They're they're crossing live to it a little bit. Like, I'm, I'm there watching the coverage last night. They're showing a bunch of replays, you know, it's getting on, you know, I'm thinking like, well, come on, the events are live, and they're showing the little mega wall thing, and they're like, oh, live on the Channel 7 app, you can watch the 50k race walk. And I'm thinking like, well, come on, we've got a, actually a very decent medal chance here in Jared Talent, shouldn't they be showing this live? I can see why they didn't want to show all four hours of it live, because it's kind of 
boring, if you want to put it nicely. Um, well, except for when somebody gets checked at the hip. Well, I was I saw that bit actually like, live. I didn't realize the Japanese race walkers were so you know uh, buffy and bumpy. Like I thought, you know, as a Canadian, he should be used to that. He's an ice hockey fan, no doubt. Like, come on. Um, he well, he said he said a national record. I'm seeing here too, Colin. So, um, I mean, bronze or fourth, it's the fastest a Canadian has ever walked 50 kilometers before. That's right. And I think with the most style as well, because I think it's funny because I always will watch at least the highlights from the race walk, just because it is the most hilarious way of competing ever. I mean, we think riding on frilly horses (laughs) is one thing, but the hip swivel as you can't really take a proper step, you have to kind of shimmy your feet i mean it just it looks absurd but this has a lot of people at least here in canada interested in it now and uh even the interview i just finished watching uh evan was saying that uh, a lot of people just don't give it a chance but one interesting thing is that they are going in a loop so that there's a real crowd there this isn't something where you know you go for several kilometers and then oh well here's here's a little gate and uh, about 12 people are watching i mean people can sit there and watch it the whole time and i guess for some people, it is entertaining to watch for four hours. We shouldn't we shouldn't joke too much about. It. I mean, obviously, it was a it's a very tough event. I mean, I saw after the race of Jared Talent. Apparently, he was so dehydrated he had to wait two hours before he could give the uh, drug testers a urine sample because he was that dehydrated. You got everybody collapsing on the line, and of course, the one that's uh, doing the rounds at the moment, Johan Denis, uh, the French walker who was leading uh, the world record holder too in this event. He was leading for most of it. He kind of uh, slowed down a bit and it sort of come across that he actually pooed himself. I don't know if either of you saw this. <laughs> um, legitimately, Google it, you will see it. You, there's footage of him, like, pooing his pants in the middle of this race. He's, like, stopped, and, like, he was obviously not well, but he's kept going. That's what he stopped for? Well, I think partly. He obviously was... I saw the stop. I was just wondering what it he was. He was quite sick. He still finished eighth. Like, good on him. But, no, he, he, he actually pooed himself. Like, no word of a lie. Um, so, I mean, look, we joke and say it's funny and boring, but, I mean, I doubt I could walk 50 kilometres in 3 hours and 40 minutes. I could probably barely walk 10 kilometres in 3 hours and 40 minutes, so... In all honesty, I mean, I I do walk quite a bit, and, uh, I've done 20 kilometres in a little over 3 hours and 40 minutes. So, I mean, I'm I'm at half, and I probably walk, you know, up to... 80 kilometers a week so uh, like this is incredible what these guys can do and and i'm usually stopping to go to the bathroom two or three times on my way to work so these guys are incredible these are the real athletes of the olympics forget andre de forget usain bolt i want to race walk well i i think we all do jared you're down for that too we'll just start a an off the podium race walking club Oh, absolutely. I mean, even better if it's a three-legged race. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but, I mean, we we generally do all right. In the, the, we're, we're good walkers in Australia. Sorry, I just saw the picture. You just, there we go. We named her up. <laughs> Seeing him poo himself. Um, <laughs> we shouldn't laugh, but we can at the same time. <laughs> it's not often you get to see. I just love just one tweet that somebody put up here, Johan Denise. Uh <laughs> <laughs> he finished eight. It's like, who was ninth? You gotta wonder. The ninth place one, what excuse do you have? <laughs> <laughs> Did you shit yourself in the middle of it? That was Cal Bonfim of Brazil. Um, he finished ninth. 
behind the guy who pooed himself. Um, yeah, all right. Uh, but um, the big one, the gold medal, the most unexpected gold medal in Australian Olympic history since Stephen Bradbury in 2002 Salt Lake Winter Olympics. Chloe Esposito, a day ago, no one knew who she was. No one knew what modern pentathlon was unless you were the five people who've listened to this show before. And somehow, some way, she has come out of nowhere to take the gold medal. Not only is this our first ever gold medal in modern pentathlon, it's our first medal in modern pentathlon. We've never medaled in the sport in our lives. And bam, here we go, gold medal. Uh, Jared, I'm just going to say this right now. Chloe Esposito for Prime Minister. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is the event that we've been looking forward to the entire podcast. I think day one, we mentioned how long it was still the modern pentathlon. Um, we obviously knew that we were going to be a big threat in this. Uh, the rest of Australia, not so much. Um, this was just, I don't know, it was so unexpected, so amazing. Uh, I mean, she smashed the swim, which I suppose you kind of expect. I mean, the swim team could learn a little bit from um, Chloe in, in the pool. Um, but, oh, just, it's such a good event. It's fun, isn't I it? I mean, I could watch modern pentathlon all the time. I love the way that it ends. I love that they do the whole staggered start based on your points going in, so then you have an outright winner just based off that uh, race and shoot at the end. I mean, this is an exciting sport to watch. It's thrilling. And the fact, too, that we actually got to see a fair bit of it, like they were showing the swimming, and, I mean, this isn't even in the aquatic centre or where they have the water pile. I think they've just put this in, like, some, you know, suburban pool in the streets of Rio. Like, it just looked like they just put a couple of signs saying Rio 2016 next to some little shitty pool. And here these are, these athletes are swimming, you know, the slowest 200 metres you'll ever see, probably, but still faster than I could swim 200 metres. Um, I mean... It's just such a... Uh, this is why I love it. This is why I talked it up so much. Because, I mean, what's what? who comes up with the idea of let's combine swimming and fencing and riding and shooting and running? Like, of all the sports you can combine and the fact then that out of nowhere, she was seventh going into that final round. It reminds me a lot of uh, the running and the shooting. Is a biathlon in the Winter Olympics when they ski and shoot? Yeah. It reminds me a lot of that. And then the fact that they're running around this stadium, which I think that's the equestrian stadium by the looks of it. Um, and just the footage of her, like, crossing the line and winning, like, her facial expressions sum up Australia. <laughs> like, what? What? I'm winning? What? Gold? What's this? Modern pentathlon? What, what's this sport? Um, there are so many articles doing the rounds today in Australia of just what exactly is modern pentathlon? <laughs> oh, goodness me. Uh Colin, I mean, I'm just looking here. You had an athlete in it. Yeah, two, actually, to be precise. Um, Melanie McCann, 16th. Good for her. And Donna Vakalis, uh, 33rd. So that's not gold, though, Colin. Just thought I'd let you know. No, well, you know, they have to get disqualified and reinstated for it to make news here in Canada. So we didn't hear a lot about it. It's, um, it's thrilling. It's so exciting. And an Olympic record, too. Shall we point that out? Her total was 1,372. Ooh, that's a good score. Clearly, it was an Olympic record. So, um, and her brother, we, we said it maybe is it her cousin that's competing in the, the men's, but uh, her brother, it turns out, uh, I think, is it Nathan Esposito? Jared, am I saying the right name there? Max. Pardon? Max, I think. Max. Oh, goodness me. What am I saying? Um, her dad competed, well, their dad competed in the 1984 Summer Olympics, uh, I think, for Spain, I think I was seeing. Was I reading that correctly? I, I don't do my research. No, it was uh, it was for Australia. Why am I saying Spain? Um, <laughs> had him on the mind. 
But, um, yeah, look, hands down, Jared, she's the, the closing ceremony flag bearer, you know, stuff Mac Horton, stuff Kyle Chant, stuff them all. Like, Claudia Esposito, mm. flag bearer, she's going to walk out next to Penny Alexiak, and they're going to be besties. Exactly. If we'd had more of these unexpected gold medals, we would be way up the tally. So, um, I mean, she's she's pushed us back into the top ten. I mean, we were in danger of dropping out of it and um i mean chloe legend legendary absolutely i mean she not only is she going to be on a stamp i mean i would i would i would buy a whole packet of those just to show my support like just put her on an envelope not just a stamp make a chloe esposito envelope i say um just just go all out make a novel the chloe esposito uh... story I have a question. Like you mentioned about the, the flag bear, at this point, I don't know if there's a lot of talk there about flag bear. It's it's interesting because here, when it came to London, like Rosie McLennan was the only gold medalist we had, and in the end, they picked the captain of the women's soccer team, Christine Sinclair. They won the bronze, and I think at the time, the reason they picked her had more to do with the fact that she was very vocal in criticizing the officiating, which I don't know if it just got a lot of Canadians on board. Like, we're tired of being pushed around and letting people take our bronze medals or whatever. Um, so we ended up giving it to somebody obscure. Like, is there a criteria? Does it usually end up going in Australia to the most successful athlete, or is it like a high-profile person? It's pretty much usually, yeah, the most high-profile, like who wins the most medals, I guess, or... You know, like, I think Thorpe easily got it in Sydney, and then, um, mm. what, Stephanie Rice, I think, got it in Beijing from memory. Did Sally Pearson get it in uh, London? I don't even remember. Uh, not sure. I think also sometimes it goes to somebody who, like, um, they've been to a lot of Olympics, and this will kind of be their last one type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of a big criteria point, too. Well, at this rate, we're going to have no athletes at the uh, closing ceremony. They'll keep getting banned at the moment for breaking curfew. <laughs> so, um, I mean, it might end up just going to, who knows, just some random person who went out in the diving or something. But, yeah, it's generally mostly... I mean, our Winter Olympics, I guess, is kind of like your Summer Olympics, Colin. It's just whoever got a medal or got fourth. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, but, I mean, come on. I mean, is the debate right now between, what, Penny Alexiak and Andre de Grasse? Is that kind of the two that they're talking about? Because surely Penny's got to get it. Yeah. Um, I think that, well, it's tough to say because, you know, Penny definitely won one more medal and she did win a gold. But the fact that Andre de Grasse medaled in all three events he was in is a big deal too. Um, I would guess that just because of the fact that I mean, it's been 20 years since we've had success like this on the track. It's been since never that we had success like this in the pool. The advantage would probably go to Penny Alexiak at this point. And also, she's, I mean, already your most successful Summer Olympian of all time, basically. So, yeah, surely. exactly. Surely, that's not even a question. I saw... Um, and she holds one of each medal, too. Exactly. She can walk... I mean, I love seeing them. I don't know if they do it as much anymore, but when they come out in the closing ceremony and they're wearing their medals... Um, so, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, clearly Michael Phelps couldn't do that, but like if Penny Alexiak did it, you know, like, I mean, go on, good on you. Um, I mean, Jared, who, I mean, we should really talk about this tomorrow, I guess we that we got other stuff to talk about, but, um, yeah, maybe we'll talk about that tomorrow. Who, who are other possible people for Australia who will, uh, do it? Definitely not the Campbell sisters. Um, let's just point that out. <laughs> um, but outside of our, um, queen of the world uh we have other events that happened um in the women's uh power walking uh reagan lamble was in the top 10 
and uh, Jared Talent's sister, Rachel, was 40th, and other Australian Tanya Holiday was 26. Um, Alana Boyd, so close to a medal in the pole vault. You, Colin, said you were watching this one. Um, she yeah. got fourth uh, and was beaten by a New Zealander. But um, I might pass off Eliza McCartney because um, she seems like a nice woman. Uh- <laughs> I, I, I'm watching the event with my wife and I'm like, you know what? I have a feeling this New Zealander will be Ben's uh, wife of the day tomorrow, even though she's a New Zealander. I, I, could, I could forgive the fact that she is a New Zealander because she is a bronze medalist. Uh- <laughs> I t- I do get nervous when they repeatedly, at least on CBC, repeatedly referred to as the the Kiwi teenager. So I had to Google her. Nineteen. Age, she's nineteen. Uh, <laughs> I checked too. Don't worry. Um, the fact that you know Chloe Esposito has become the most awesomest person in the world since the same bolt. Like we don't give a shit that the boomers lost, do we, uh, Jared? I mean, if she didn't win that gold, we'd all be you know oh, the boomers they choked whatever. But like, I honestly don't give two shits. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was unexpected, but it. Definitely kind of softened the blow winning a gold medal elsewhere. Um, and I feel like a lot um, less unexpected than the women losing a, a couple of days before. So that kind of softened the blow as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, it would be nice for them to win a bronze just to kind of get that monkey of the, off their back of not having won a medal at the Olympics. Bronze medalist Della Vadova. Uh, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Uh, it also took the blow, too, in the BMX. We had a... Very strong chance in that, but uh, Carolyn Buchanan, again, just uh, she she was in tears like she was in London. She was one of the favourites. She crashed out in the semis. So did Lauren Reynolds. And we had two men in the final, Sam Willoughby and Anthony Dean. Uh, they won all six races in the semifinals between them. They were the fastest two qualifiers, and they pulled a Campbell and didn't even get close to the medals. So um, that didn't happen. Um, in the canoe kayak, uh, we had some people go through to the finals, which I believe at the time of recording they have won anything, so it doesn't really matter. Um, in the 10-metre diving platform, James Connor and Dominic Bedgood, our man from the other day that we messaged, were ninth and 17th uh, in the semi-final. Uh, equestrian, uh, the bronze Canadian sport, Edwina Tops Alexander was equal ninth in the show jumping golf sue o uh 66 after th- uh, her in the third round i believe she's in about eighth or ninth wasn't she jared she's five shots off bronze apparently so um mm, yep yep good for her uh the gymnastics started oh jared had the best day of his life um <laughs> i saw a bit of this danielle prince uh she is in about 20th position, I think, at the moment. I mean, I don't... Reading here, uh, 14.5 in the solid ball routine, her hoop routine. <laughs> this is why this sport isn't a sport. I'm not going over that. Um, <laughs> wrestling, uh, sadly, uh, Talget Ilyasov, I think we messaged him the other day, didn't we, Colin? Uh, he had to withdraw from the 74-kilogram freestyle wrestling. Oh, what a shame that was. See, this is what happens when you don't publish our messages. <laughs> exactly. If he had that support... He wouldn't have been injured. Uh, I don't know why this isn't updating the synchronised... I mean, I watched the synchronised swimming because I actually showed it and the Australian team actually performed uh, to the Australian Survivor theme. No word of a lie. So, (laughs) um, you know, just tying in again. They're listening to us here in the Oz Network. So, uh, yeah. But, I mean, who gives a shit about what Australia did? The boomers, who cares? Chloe Esposito, that's all you care about. Colin, Canada, what else did they do besides win bronze by default? 
Um, it's really sad that I've been struggling for the last half hour to find proper results for everything. Uh, but the, this is the close we'll get. It might be abbreviated, or maybe Canada's just not really doing a lot right now. Uh, obviously, the 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 big ones were the three or four or uh, three um, <laughs> bronze medal finishes we had. The four by one hundred relay. Obviously, Canada came in fourth originally for that, but then the disqualification uh, from Justin Gatlin. Ugh. Ugh. He's as bad as the French. Um, <laughs> Maybe he's Justin French. Gatlin cost you he, he did cost you us. The big surprise was, of course, Japan mm. winning the silver in that uh, without any real stars. I don't think they had anybody making the finals. They've got in any of the uh, Bridge. I mean, he's a star. <laughs> he is. Um uh, in whatever McDonald's he works at back home, maybe. But, um, but that's what it makes it all the more incredible when you can see a relay team like that beat some of the best in the world. So uh, I just to comment really quickly on the 4x100 relay. This is especially uh, big for Canada because back in London, we were the ones disqualified from the bronze in the, the relay. And at the Pan Am Games last year, we were disqualified from the gold. Ugh. So Canada's really suffered a lot of DQs in the relays. So to actually win this is great. It always is better if you could actually win it, but uh, uh, to win it by disqualification, uh, the, the the greatest two words in English language default. Um, so good job, Andre de Graaf, three medals, and of course back to back bronze in soccer for uh, the the women's team. Um, it was br- and to beat Brazil too in soccer. That's spectacular. Oh, uh, what else was there? Equestrian, <laughs> individual jumping, Eric Lamaze, Woo! and his great fine lady number five. Uh, this is the first medal for fine lady number five, <laughs> and I believe the third for Eric Lamaze. <laughs> the Michael Phelps of Canadian uh, equestrian. That's... <laughs> Uh, and, uh, of course, the, in the women's 4x100 relay, we finished 7th. Um, it was a very awkward interview following that with the team, which uh, I don't know if anybody could look it up online. And, uh, obviously, Evan Dunphy placing 4th in the 50K race walk slash power walking. <laughs> the great sport of tomorrow. Canada has uh, qualified for two finals in what's supposed to be our great sport, canoeing, kayaking, slash rowing, that we've really flopped at hard in this Olympics. So Mark Dijon was on to the finals, which, as we're sad to say at the end of the, this recording, he has already lost. <laughs> and uh, in the the K4 boat, the women's team is in the finals, which I'm not sure if they've lost yet or not. And then last but not least, I'm really just hoping we get some TV coverage for this. Tori Nyhog in the BMX is qualified for fifth in the finals, so he will go in the finals today. The, the BMX is over, though. So, um... <laughs> Is it overseas? <laughs> We've been showing replays of a guy getting hip checked for the last six hours, and I miss the BMX. Yep, sorry to say that. Uh, yeah, no, that's done. It's over. Um, and they he didn't get a medal. So, uh... <laughs> spoiler. Oh, so when they say he placed fifth, that wasn't qualifying fifth. That means he placed fifth. He pl- probably placed fifth in the finals. So, yeah. <laughs> See, this is how poor... It really is funny because, like, a couple days ago, they had the results of every sport, and I'm skipping the stuff I don't want to read. Yep. And now I'm like, okay, did we do anything yesterday? He finished fifth in the final. I'm seeing it right here. Uh, ahead of Australia's Sam Willoughby and behind America's Nicholas Long. Um, so well, Maybe we can get Tori Nyhog on the show here to talk about his fifth-place win. I'll f- learn more from that than I did from CBC's coverage. Well, I, I think... Matt- oh, and, of course, I should mention... 
I don't know the results because they're not posting anything, but Brooke Henderson, at least as of yesterday, was uh, in a pretty decent position uh, heading into the final round for golf, only 18 years old, and we have a shot at meddling there. All right, there you go. Golf, it produces the goods for at least one of us here on the show. So, um, yes, and just looking here, it does seem that Canada did not meddle in the K4 uh, either in canoeing. So I feel like I'm giving you spoilers because CBC's coverage is like a day behind. Um, <laughs> maybe they have Ryan Lochte as a producer just four to six weeks and you'll get the results. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's how it works. But, uh, yes. Um, well, outside of Canada and Australia, um, obviously, I guess the big one, four by one, Bolt did the triple-triple. Um, he shattered in in the end, and uh, I was watching that, and it didn't look good for Jamaica. But uh, when you got Bolt giving you the anchor, um, then boom, down he went. Um, just amazing. I mean, it, we, we've already talked him up every time he's won a goal. The greatest human being to ever live. You know, closely challenged by Chloe Esposito at this point. But um, you know, uh, what what can we say about? Is there anything else to say about Bolt? We all just want to be him, don't we, and be with him. Um, I don't know. Yeah, and he's never lost control of his bodily functions <laughs> on the track, which is impressive. Exactly. Um, Jared, anything to add on him? I mean, we're not going to be able to talk about him in four years' time for Tokyo. Well, maybe, well, I don't know, but uh, probably yeah, not. Yeah, I feel like he needs to reconsider. He said after the relay that that was it, but um, before after his uh, 200 metres, he said it was up to the coach. So um, <laughs> conflicting stories here. Uh, somebody get in the ear of the coach and tell him to keep going because we want to see more of that. Yeah. Maybe Michael Phelps needs to just, you know, I'll keep going, keep going. Um, yeah, I don't really have much else to add in terms of, I mean, the, the Germany won the football. Hopefully that's an omen for the men's as well. Um, that would be great. Field hockey, Britain won that in a shootout against the Dutch. They prevented them, I think, winning from their third or fourth in a row there. Um, yeah, that's about it for the outside there. Um, other medal results for the day, uh, the 50k walk that we've talked a lot about, uh, Matej Toth after Slovakia won that one. The hammer throw, I'm sad we didn't get too much of the uh, hammer throw, particularly when the great Dilshod Nazarov from Tajikistan won that one. What an athlete. Uh, just a superstar of Tajikistan. He's like just their best. Um, the women's 5,000 metres uh, went to Vivian Chariot of Kenya. It was a 1-2 there for the Kenyans. That was an Olympic record. Uh, can, uh, yo. can we talk about that really of quickly? Of course we can. Because I, I watched that in its entirety, and uh, the, the bronze medalist was from uh, what country? Ethiopia. Ethiopia, yeah. She was in the lead the entire time, a significant lead, and they were basically saying she's on pace to maybe set uh, at least an Olympic record, maybe a world record, and then she fell out, and the two Kenyans overtook her what was exciting about that is that i was watching the clock at the end and the top four finishers all surpassed the previous olympic record so it was a really impressive finish incredible this is um almaz ayana who won the ten thousand meters of course uh so she couldn't quite do the double but yeah i know it's it's amazing are they questioning it for drugs it's like it's amazing amazing as soon as the world or olympic records but oh they're drug cheats um times do go (laughs) down people sometimes like not everyone's on drugs um, at least we hope they're not. At least four of them were this time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the women's 4 by one America won that one. Uh, the women's 20K walk went to Liu Hong of China. And the women's pole vault, uh, Ekaterina Stefanidi of Greece uh, took that one out. But, yeah, and the superstar, Eliza McCartney, what, a, what an upcoming jumper. It's an interesting sport, the pole vault. Like, <laughs> it comes up with that. I know, let's run down a strip and with a long pole, pole and jump over something really high. Like, who invented that? 
Same person invented power walking. Probably. I, I, I don't know. Um, badminton, men's doubles, China, Fu Haifeng and Zhang Nan won that one. Uh, big one in the women's singles, uh, Carolina Marin uh, from Spain. She became the first woman uh, not from Asia to win the women's singles in badminton in the history of the Olympics. So uh, that's a big result there. Boxing, women's lightweight, Estelle Mosley from France. Won the gold. Um, far out. Uh, cycling. The BMX, Colin. Uh, the men's BMX went to Connor Fields of the US. <laughs> the women's went to Mariana Payon of Colombia. Equestrian, individual jumping. Nick Skelton from Britain, as I said, in the hockey. Britain won that. Gold in the soccer to Germany and the women. Uh, modern pentathlon. Chloe Esposito. We just need to say it again. And she beat a French modern pentathlete. Oh, victory. How good is that? Synchronized <laughs> swimming. Women's team uh, went to Russia. Uh, taekwondo, we had an Ivory Coast, uh, Czech, Saleh Cisse, uh, won the 80 kilogram. I actually saw some Taekwondo finally, Colin, they showed some on TV, I like Taekwondo. Um, nice. women 67 kilo went to Ohai Ri of South Korea, uh, water polo, USA, won the gold there, and in the wrestling, the freestyles, 57 kilo men's, went to Vladimir Kinchagezhvivi of Georgia, and uh, the 74-kilogram freestyle men's went to Hassan Yazdani of Iran. So uh, there you go, the medal tally. As of right now, USA on top by a large margin still. I think they've won it. Uh, I'm calling it now. Uh, 38 gold, 35 silver, 32 bronze, 105. Britain still in top. Go the Brits. Uh, just ahead of China. Germany have leaped up into fourth. And I think they've already won a couple more today, too. So they're going to be going up higher. Russia in fifth. Uh, Australia, as Jared said, we're in eighth position now, hanging on by the skin of our teeth uh, by the fact that we've won more bronze than Italy. <laughs> they've equaled us on gold and silver, but we've got four more than the Italians. So uh, we need a couple more silver and bronzes to maintain. Oh, gold would be nice. Uh, Canada in 19th, four gold, three silver, 14 bronze, 21 in total. You are behind New Zealand on the basis that you've won five less silver medals, Colin. Uh, they've won four gold, eight oh. silver, four bronze. And Brazil, the host nation, they're starting to catch up. They've won five gold, six silver, five bronze. Now, um, news just quickly. Uh, I guess the big one for Australia. We've had about a quarter of our team caught out sneaking into the basketball. Um, Jared, um, they've faked accreditation. Uh, ten athletes uh, um, snuck in somehow to the basketball with fake accreditation and were arrested. And uh, basically the um, the AOC has come out and said, like, no, don't jail them. We'll pay all the fines and the legal fees. Please give their passports back. Uh, what's going on with our athletes, uh, Jared? I mean, have we got Ryan Lochte as an inspiration for half of these people? I think they've all just gone a little bit stir-crazy from uh, their curfew. Uh, I think the AOC had to pay $40,000, I think it was, to keep them all kind of out of jail. Um I mean, it'd be hard. You'd be tempted by all those spare seats. I mean, the events are pretty much empty. Uh, you think you're doing a favour, making it look like there's people there, and then you sneak in, and then look what happens. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I'm just seeing here, we've got the list of uh, athletes here. Uh, oh, gee, our, our archers, our bronze medals archers, Alec Potts and Ryan Tyak. What's going on, guys? Um, I mean, I can understand Simon Orchard from the hockey, but um, not these archers. 
Um, fascinating there. They'll probably be banned from the uh, closing ceremony. Uh, speaking of being banned from the closing ceremony, they overturned um, uh, what's her name's decision. The swimmer lady. I've gone blank on her. Uh, <laughs> swimming was so last week. She's allowed to march in the um, the closing ceremony, but the other guy, uh, he got robbed and passed out in Coco Copo the beach. And um, he's not allowed to march. Does, does this always happen to Canada, Colin? I mean, are your athletes just so well behaved? Um, well, I mean, the, the closest we came was, uh, I don't know if you remember it all, back in Nagano, uh, the first year there was snowboarding. Ah, yes. uh, we had a gold medal in snowboarding, Ross Rebliati. and for marijuana. Uh, he, then he tested positive for marijuana, which they later revealed was probably enough that he was walking past somebody <laughs> on the street and he breathed in. <laughs> that was the amount. But he temporarily had the metal stripped from him and that became news worldwide but somehow that actually made him more of a hero in canada i wonder why um so <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh no i don't think anybody ever gets banned in canada i mean of course we had ben johnson nah. uh in 1980 in seoul uh but then again i think six out of the eight finalists actually got uh uh their decisions overturned <laughs> so i don't even know if there's an official bronze medalist from seoul that was like the biggest mess of all time it's so fascinating that the whole yeah i remember that when he got those gold taken in nagano and um like wh- why is marijuana on the banned substance list like if you win a gold medal having marijuana in your system i think you should get an extra gold medal to be honest like you know <laughs> that was the argument they did make yeah <laughs> like, i mean it's not exactly performance enhancing i think it's the opposite like he'd stop halfway through the pipe going Dude, look at the snow. It's not a, you know, actual... I mean, God. It's the most ridiculous performance-enhancing drug ever, but okay, whatever. Good on him. Um, all right, what did we watch? What did we, we watched a lot. Um, Jared, I think we've touched on a little bit. You're watching the triathlon right now, if we want to date this in terms of the fact that we're recording this a day later, but whatever. But uh, what else? Did you catch your rhythmic gymnastics? I did catch bits and pieces of the rhythmic gymnastics. Um still kind of wondering why why it's there um although i must admit the um team kind of um synchronized ribbon throwing um is a lot more exciting than the individual event so maybe we can get rid of the individuals and just have team events in that to cut a little bit out of the schedule um watched a lot of the athletics it was exciting uh the i think the four by 400 meter relay the aussie girls got through on fastest time from uh, non-automatic qualifiers i mean that was exciting to see it was and um i mean i know colin you're mentioning about japan big shock getting the four by one silver i remember it was back in athens our four by four men got a silver in that didn't they jared and no one expected that that was out of the complete blue and um don't even think we've got a team in the men's four by four um but yeah no that was exciting i saw that too Uh, colin uh get much of anything else that we haven't mentioned uh, you know, I didn't get a chance to watch anything during the day. I was at work, and I came home, and everything was just trials, heat. So it got to be like 8 o'clock before I actually started seeing anything. And then it was just nonstop, all the replays of everything in the evening that I actually enjoyed watching. I mean, obviously, the track stuff, I watched the the 5,000-meter uh, women's finals. I watched the 4x400 relay, the both 4x100 relays. Um, the, I did, I did watch about five minutes of, uh, Eric Lamaze and Fine Lady Five's equestrian show jumping. Um, but, uh, the, the most entertainment I actually got was probably watching the badminton <laughs> finals that you mentioned where Spain won and, uh, volleyball, the semifinals, Russia against Brazil, 
which was absolutely crazy. Uh, so yeah, a lot of badminton, volleyball, um, and uh, was there anything else? Right, n- uh, right now, I am <laughs> watching men's wrestling. Oh, um, of course, you are. It's about to start. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> lots going on here. It's going to be an exciting update tomorrow. I don't know if Canada has anything left to left to give in the Olympics. I think we do either. I think we're just going to at the end of the Olympics just talk about i don't know china trying to catch to britain or something like i don't know like this is this i mean i think it's actually it's funny because um you know we joke about chloe esposito but i swear like i don't know if this happens with canada maybe in the winter olympics but you get to a point of the summer olympics here in australia where like the swimming's done you maybe have one athlete in the athletics who's expected to get a gold you've maybe got like a couple of teams here and there but there's always seems to be that one surprise gold that comes out of nowhere. I swear it was four years ago we had the kayakers, wasn't it, Jared? We weren't expecting that. And we got the K4, which they've already lost, by the way. They, I think, were fifth in their final this evening. Um, and Beijing, oh, I can't even remember. I know Athens. I mean, God, we won more gold than we did in Sydney. That was a lot of shocks there. Like Sydney, we had, uh, what, Simon Fairweather and the archery that no one ever thought would win a gold medal in archery, and that came out of nowhere. But... What is it about it? Like, is it, do you think there's these athletes, Jared, that they know they're right at the end and like, well, there's no pressure on us because not when nobody talks about it. So Chloe Esposito pulls a Bradbury and just wins it out of nowhere. Yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head. I think it is the uh, the fact that there's no pressure on them. There's no focus, so they can just um, concentrate on their events and not have to worry about expectations or the media or anything. And I think um, that's just a real blessing to have no attention on you and to just be able to kind of on your own race and compete at your own level and um, I suppose just achieving your personal goals rather than having lofty expectations from the nation. Mm-hmm. I'd probably say actually Beijing, I'm thinking about Matt Mitchum. He won that 10-metre platform about this point, didn't he? No one expected him to win that gold and yeah, he still talks about it every freaking night on Buzz from Brazil. Get over it, Matt. It was eight years ago now, all right? Um, Colin, does that happen in the winter? I, mean, I guess really with the winter, because you guys are all focused on like the final day, because that's generally when your uh, your ice hockey team's about to win the gold. Yeah, it's, it's funny, because the summer compared to the winter, right now in the summer, the question is, oh, do we have any other medals we're in contention for? Whereas no matter what our medal count is, it, going into the last two days, it basically is, okay, so we know we're getting gold, <laughs> in men's and women's curling and we know we're getting gold in men's and women's hockey (laughs) so you can add four more gold onto whatever we have right now um it's not quite the same in the summer uh like i said especially this time they're really downplaying our chances in any category you know which maybe it's worked out uh you know we're i think one medal away from tying athens is our all-time record for uh, uh summer olympics there was 22 in athens and we're at 21 right now could have been at 22, but, uh, well, Mr. Evan Dunphy is being too Canadian and not putting up a fight. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Men's wrestling's going on right now. Maybe we can uh, top that this time. Yeah, well, indeed. Um, fingers crossed for the wrestling. I actually saw a bit of the footage of um, Roy and HD doing commentary from the Sydney Olympics in wrestling. Um, and that about sums up wrestling for me, if I have to be honest. So <laughs> go back and watch it. Um, I'm just looking to say, uh, Athens, you won 12. Are you talking about maybe Atlanta? You won 22 in Atlanta, apparently. Is that, are you thinking Atlanta or Athens? Yeah. Sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah. Athens. Oh my goodness. Athens was like one of our worst ever. Yeah. Um, three, six, three yeah. in Athens, uh, Atlanta, three, 11, eight in Atlanta. 
Um, and a, well, a lazy yeah, 40, Atlanta was... 44 in Los Angeles, but I guess that's when everyone boycotted, so that doesn't really count, right? <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, you can never count the 1980 and 84 Olympics because half the countries chose to boycott on either side. So, uh, the, the, again, keep quoting the Simpsons episodes, but the Simpsons one where they're watching the 1984 Los Angeles games and everybody falls in the pool is drowning and they're like, you know, uh, America has a lot more chances of medal because most of the good nations couldn't actually compete. <laughs> I actually remember, I think I was looking at the medal tally the other day, and I believe New Zealand finished in the top 10 in 1984. I mean, that sums up the Olympics for you right there. That if There's no nations there in New Zealand can make the top 10. Um, so, yeah, that definitely doesn't count in 1984. Um, athlete of the day, I'm not even going to put this up to debate. Chloe Esposito wins his hands down, right? Okay, well, oh, I debate I never saw the modern pentathlon. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter, right? You're you're an Australian, Colin. If you don't say, all oh, right, okay, you're not Australian. Um, Jared, you, I mean, you're you're would, you're down I, with this, right? Yeah, I, well, it's athlete of the day, horse of the day would be a tough one between the equestrian <laughs> and the um, modern pentathlon horses. I didn't realize, and it's crazy that they get, they just draw for horses out of a hat or something. You just get given some horse to do show jumping with that you've never ridden before. Wow. I mean, do we need any more respect for modern pentathletes? I mean, that's skills right do, there. The equestrian people couldn't equestrian. do that. equestrian. You know how would Eric What's-His-Face done without fine lady number five and gets given, like, woe is me horsey boy? Like, I don't know. Like, come on. <laughs> uh, I, okay, I will give you your gold in the modern pentathlon, <laughs> but I want to put up at least one more athlete if you can pitch a loaf straight through your shorts <laughs> and still come in eighth place in a race walk that's 50k, you deserve, deserve at least a mo- uh, honorable mention here. But he is French, so. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> is that does that explain why he soiled himself? Well, what, just like Jared was talking about the other day, the French pole vaulter guy is complaining that he gets booed. I mean, he's French; he's used to it. I mean, God, if I was French, I'd be used to shitting myself because I, you know, I'm French. So, what? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, look, I mean, seriously, the guy shit himself and finished in the top ten of an Olympic event. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's that's class. That's class right there. So, <laughs> he legitimately shit himself. We shouldn't laugh at that, but he actually <laughs> shit himself in the middle of the Olympics. What's going through his mind at that point? Like, he's walking down the thing. Like, uh-oh, 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 oh, it's dripping down my leg. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, oh, I get concerned if I'm about to fart in public. Like, <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine if you know Evan Dunphy when he got hip checked? Can you imagine if he farted right ahead of him? I was like, this is just sabotage at this point. You know, you know the old saying, "Never trust a fart." I, I, I guess like he's like at that point, like going, "Oh, it's just a fart." Oh, oh, oh no, it's not. <laughs> so. Oh, Johan Denise, sure, why not, you know, take away from Chloe. Um, <laughs> speaking of Chloe, uh, the Ben's wife category, well, look, it's a tough one. It's between Chloe, um, you know, she's she's good, she's nice, but Eliza McCartney, I mean, goodness me, for a New Zealander. Um, that's, uh, they look like they could be sisters too, oh, don't they? If only. Um, <laughs> that's even better. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've got to toss a coin here, I feel <laughs> like. I'm enjoying the women's athletics. Can I just point that out? I've, I've much appreciative more of female athletics this, this Olympics. It's usually about the gymnastics, but um, I feel I'm getting too old and creepy to really... If I'm having to always constantly Google their ages, um, 
wear a slide. <laughs> At least in the athletics, for the most part, I'm okay. So, um, that and modern pitchers. Actually, but having said that, I really did appreciate the Russian synchronized swimming team. I, um, I thought they were good. They were very good at their synchronized swimming. So, um, yeah, I'm really creepy in this segment. Let's move on. <laughs> There's only one more day to go through this, people. Channel 7 shit, shit, shit. I don't really have anything for Channel 7 shit, shit, shit today, actually. Um, don't know if I was really paying too much attention. I mean, the fact that I woke up to think that I'm dreaming seeing us winning a gold in modern pentathlon. Um, Jared, I don't know if you have anything for the channel channels of 7. Um... Yeah, it was kind of a tame day. The only thing I can remember was um, when we thought that Jared Talent had it all wrapped up and he was going to win, there was a comment about um, oh, the other guy who ended up winning and they said, he may be the Wizard of Walking, but Jared Talent, he's the Wizard of Oz, <laughs> uh, which was pretty terrible. <laughs> was that Bruce? No, I think it was the other guy commentating with him. Oh, right, okay. Oh, gee. Uh, I didn't quite catch that one. Actually, the only bit I saw was the whole... Up in the Zumbo's just dessert business, and they've got a, they've somehow got Zumbo on like the mountains of Brazil, turning one of it into like a freaking giant crocodile bush or whatever the hell they're called. So, um, great special effects there, Channel Seven. Um, Colin, has uh, Canadians called anyone pigs today, or mistaken that Michael Phelps was somebody else again? Uh, no, there was a brief moment right before the badminton where they said it's Spain versus Indonesia and then came back and had, felt they had to apologize for confusing Indonesia and India. But the, the, the funniest moment wasn't so much commentary. It was uh, uh, right after the 4x100 relay where they were uh, showing the video for the first time of the U.S.'s uh, disqualification. And, of course, at this point, they don't have very good angles. And you think that the interviewer would have seen the footage going in. It's like, all right, we're going to show you the footage right now. And this is the moment. Do you see it? And then one of the Canadian runners is like, uh-huh, yeah. It's like, you see it? No. It's like, all right, well, we have a better angle here. And this is the moment right here. Okay, was that it? <laughs> and then the, the runners are like, uh, no, no, I'm, I'm not sure what I'm looking at. Like, all right, thanks for joining us here today, guys. And just ended the interview abruptly like that. Wow, wow. Did they have Donovan Bailey then watching the footage, trying to see, like... <laughs> Which athlete was right or wrong? Um, no, I, I do want to say, though, just to add on top of that, they did show during the interview with Evan Dunphy, they did have pictures of his grandmother at home watching it on an iPad. <laughs> on an iPad? Wow. <laughs> Technologically advanced in the grandparents' categories in Canada. Um, well, that, in, all, in all seriousness, I actually did that a bit tonight in the canoe kayak uh, before we came on air. They were they were cutting to, like, the Gold Coast Surf Club watching the men's K4, you know, you know blokes, yeah, whatever. Um, actually, no, funnily enough, I do remember a bit, I think this was in the last 24 hours, now that I think about it, Channel 7, they're interviewing... Um, the one from the K2 that got the bronze, not Ken Wallace, the other one. And they've got, like, you know, he's, he's like the most blokey Australian guy you've ever bloody heard, mate. Like, he bloody speaks like this. He was bloody stoked to win the bloody bronze. And, like, they get there and he's, like, talking about his friends. like, oh, yeah, me mate back home, uh, I, don't think, I can't remember his name, say Trevor. Oh, but we like to call him Faggy. Uh, <laughs> live on TV uh, and he's basically told this story about how they were like in a pub one night and his mates dared him like I bet you you can't make the Olympics a $5,000 bet so he bet him five grand that he could make the London Olympics didn't make it um, so I gave him five grand obviously made the Rio games won a bronze medal 
So I don't know how he's going to have to like repay that. But I mean, this is just like Andre uh, uh, the uh, Degrasse. I've gone blank, Degrasse. blank already. Like I dare you. Like this is all it takes. Like to win a medals. I dare people. <laughs> like that's it, Colin. I dare Man, you I, to make the Olympics. Dare- no, I dare you to the pole vault, the women's pole vault. Oh, absolutely. I'd do anything to get into the women's pole vault. <laughs> I'd even wear one of those tight little clothes. <laughs> I dare you to shit yourself in the 50k walk in Tokyo. <laughs> um, I, wonder if... I won't do it in Tokyo, but I'll do it in a plane fly. Do, do you really think that like he's going to get an incontinence pad-like sponsorship? <laughs> like... Oh, when I was in the no. Rio Olympics, I shit myself. If only I was wearing the pen's pads, I wouldn't have shit myself. I want to see him and Evan Dunphy's grandmother as the new <laughs> spokesman for the pen's now. <laughs> oh, God. They're lighting up in France for his sponsorship. <laughs> anyway, um... I don't have anything for news.com today. I don't read them anymore. Whatever. Uh, where are we up to now? Uh, oh, Canadian athlete of the day. We're already there already. Um, yes. Yay. Do we have any? Uh, who do we have today? Sadly, it's uh, sadly it's uh, uh, in, not in Ben's favor. Well, it is Ben's least favorite sport, wrestling. <laughs> um, but she did not medal. I think she got through to the quarterfinals in her weight class. Jasmine Mian. Mm-hmm. Love this one may be one of the better ones I've read. So, hi, my name is Jasmine Mian, and I'm Canadian. Uh, my favorite Olympic moment was when Donovan Bailey won gold in Atlanta. And when she wrote gold, it's shining based on her picture. Uh, if I could choose any Olympic host city, it would be Rio. That's where we're going, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and again, everything's exclamation marks here. Uh, draw a picture of yourself. Okay, I'll try to illustrate this as best as I can. She's drawn, I guess, what's supposed to be her, a maple leaf on her chest. And there are thought bubbles, five thought bubbles coming out of her head. The first is a thought bubble of nail polish. Yep. The second one is a thought bubble of an Olympic podium with the one, two, and three spots. The third one is a thought bubble of the Olympic rings. The fourth is a thought bubble of a jar of Nutella. <laughs> and the fifth is a thought bubble of a, co- a, 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 a cup of steaming coffee. Hmm. So there's a lot in her mind there. Maybe if she was thinking less about nail polish, Nutella, and coffee, she could have gotten on the podium. <laughs> um, this one really deserved the exclamation point. In my spare time, I most like to watch sports documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> While thinking about Nutella. <laughs> yeah. The weirdest instruction a coach ever gave me was, wrestling is a weird sport with a lot of strange sayings. Butt drag, butt drag, high crotch, squeeze. <laughs> wow, maybe I do need to get into this sport. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite workout is any workout with my strength coach, Mac Attack, Reed. I don't know what that even means. She's speaking in code now. If I could have lunch with any one person, it would be Chris Hadfield. On the moon! <laughs> Who's Chris Hadfield? Chris Hadfield's the most famous Canadian astronaut of all time. Oh, is he the, the um, one I think he holds the ground control to Major Tom guy? Ho- yeah, exactly. Yep, okay. He's released an album. Gotcha. Uh, I believe he also holds a record for most amount of time on the space station too. He's Canadian. Uh, draw a picture of a Canadian. Draw a picture of a Canadian animal. She drew, uh, I guess, a smiling beaver, or maybe it's Chris Hadfield <laughs> crossed with a beaver. It actually looks like it could be both. 
if I could have any superpower, it would be I would be a witch at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. <laughs> and I don't know if that's a superpower or a fictional science, but we'll take it. The best candy in the world is Sour Keys. As a kid, my favorite sports team was the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> Loved Dennis Rodman with a heart. Right, because everybody roots for the Bulls sports- in the 90s because of Rodman. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was all Rodman. <laughs> Um, my favorite sports movie is Cool Runnings, Feel the Rhythm, Feel the Rhyme, and she drew a bobsled going it. down a she track. She didn't finish the quote. <laughs> I don't get on up, it's bobsled time. Cool, cool Runnings. <laughs> I'd fist bump you right <laughs> now, I live Colin. anywhere in the world. What's that? I'd fist bump you right now if I could. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Virtual fist bump. Um... <laughs> If I could live anywhere in the world, it would be Canada, the greatest country on earth. Well, finally, a patriotic what athlete. Would... <laughs> they all want to leave except for her. <laughs> what would the coolest Olympic medal look like? It is a maple leaf with the Olympic rings in the middle. When I was little, I always thought everyone had an identical twin living somewhere in the world. Anytime I was out in public places like the mall, I was keeping my eyes, and she drew eyes, <laughs> open for my long lost twin. <laughs> Wow. And my favorite joke to tell is she drew a person wearing a mitt with a finger that says Canadian middle finger. And then they're saying sorry. <laughs> so it's a very elaborate joke that I don't think is communicated that well in the picture. So, so, so hang on. So, so basically, Canadians like to give the finger. Like, I know you guys like to say sorry, but like, is that a Canadian thing? Yeah. Like, fuck you. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I guess giving it through a mitt so somebody doesn't know, you're polite enough that you don't want them to know you're flipping them off. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, I say we give a salute of a butt drag, butt drag, high crotch squeeze to Jasmine Mian. <laughs> wow. I'm so I'm learning so much about Canadian athletes. I love it. It's great. Um, we've only got, like, one more to go, don't we? So, you better make it a good one, Colin. <laughs> uh, fan oh. messages. Now, I'm disappointed, Australia. Because I'm scrolling through this page, and there's only about four for Chloe Esposito. The rest are to the boomers. How sexist are you, Australia? Um, like, the boomers suck, all right? The boomers suck. Chloe Esposito won gold. The boomers can't win gold. I just want to say, coming from the guy who dedicates a five-minute segment every day to finding his future wife. (laughs) Hey, I could make it a husband if I felt like it, but... I don't. So, anyway, um, <laughs> to Oz Olympic team from Stephanie in New South Wales. Hi, I was just wanting to suggest that maybe Penny Taylor might be a good candidate to be the flag bearer at the closing ceremony. This is her last Olympics, and she always has represented Australia with immense pride and determination that has seen her be a medal winner repeatedly. She might not have an Olympic gold, but she is an Aussie gold. Ah. Steph. I don't know who. Who's Penny Taylor? Jared? Basketballer. <laughs> of course she is. Of course she is. Did okay. you say glow bowler? Blow bowler? Basketballer. Basketballer. Oh, I thought you said glow bowler. <laughs> yes, that's... Do you have glow bowling there? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> oh, it's like bowling in a bowling alley with neon lights everywhere. Oh, right. Yes. Um, uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I've been bowling in... <laughs> A good few years, so, um, yeah. We've only got one bowling alley in all of Hobart, so, um, 
Yeah. Uh, James Lloyd of New South Wales to the Oz Olympic team. Good work, Patty. Wasn't the Australian Olympic team called something else the other day? Um, you're doing your people and Australia proud. Lots of love from down under. P.S. Looks like the team hurting a bit. You've been working hard. Maybe time for a massage. Unwired a bit. Bogut needs one of the most kahuna. A good trust me then gear up and give it hell. What the make sense <laughs> what language did I just hear how do our messages not get published yet this is talking about bit bogut needs one of the most kahuna are good trust me <laughs> <laughs> um yep alright uh Brooke Stratton no we don't want to talk about Brooke Stratton um <laughs> Dominic Bedgood our man from Warwick in New South Wales enjoy your semi-final good luck <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Chloe Esposito from Armand Stephan in New South Wales. Hi, Chloe. Congratulations. We are so proud of you. It's Casey's mum. Today, all we have done was watch the TV, recorded it. Every time you come on, which was every 10 minutes, I was crying with happiness and pride. Can't imagine how proud your parents are. God bless you all. We'll definitely see you when you come back. All the best to your brother, love. <laughs> <laughs> When they come back to, what, Rio? I, I don't, or the I, Olympics? I don't know. <laughs> Look at all this, like, support for, like, Paddy Mills. Like, oh, did he win a gold? No. He lost, all right? He's not even probably going to win a bronze. Um, oh, Paddy Mills. Pat, no Maddie Delavadova here, though, Jared. Here's another one from Kerry Johnson in Victoria to Chloe Esposito. Congratulations, Chloe. Absolutely sensational achievement. You are a credit to your family and country. Exactly. You are right there. She is a credit to our country. Um... Ella Snell of Victoria to Morgan Mitchell. Dear Morgan, if you see this, I think you are awesome and great job at Rio. You are my new idol and you are awesome. Good luck in the 4x400 relay final. You're amazing. Go Australia. But obviously if she doesn't see it, she sucks. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, if you don't see it, I hate you. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Uh, Okay, come on. Chloe Esposito from DJ in Queensland. Well done. What an amazing achievement for such a young lady. Can't wait to see you in future competitions. You have done Australia proud. I grew up in Pitcon. Enjoy your gold medals. (laughs) So what? (laughs) Like, is that like that person the other day? I'm messaging you from Sydney, where I live. (laughs) Yeah. Just a random thing. Um, Michael and Victoria to Daniel Pr- Danielle Prince. Just saw the replay on TV. Congratulations on your graceful performance. Also, I need some tips on how to get such amazing calf muscles. Good luck for the future. Hope to see you represent us again. <laughs> I think it's power walking. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> from Hunter, from no, no location, to Belinda Hocking. Hi, Belinda. I'm a student at St. Bernard's, Wangaratta. My teacher was your friend Jess Whitehead. Do you remember her? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Final one here to Chloe Esposito, Jane Scott from Queensland. Congratulations, you gorgeous girl. We are all crying tears of joy amongst squeals of delight. Thrilled for Daniel and Suzanne. You all deserve this moment. And believe me, so many people are thrilled as you have all touched so many people's hearts with your inner discipline and incredible faith. Give Max our love and best wishes tomorrow, Jane. (laughs) Incredible faith? Faith. Faith. Okay. Gotta have faith, faith, faith. Um, final, actually, no, one here. Fiona Foster, New South Wales. Two athletics. Sending you all the love and support, Jess. 
So very proud of you. Can't wait to see you running in the final. Go, you great thing. <laughs> very generic there. Um, all right, who do we message today? Uh, did you have? Do you say you had somebody in the 50k race walk? Uh, well, we got a silver in that, Jared Talent. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Our greatest track and field athlete that has a penis ever. So uh, <laughs> we can say, good job not shitting yourself. Oh, <laughs> uh, did you catch a whiff of it when you were downwind or something like that? <laughs> Yeah, that's that's one in the comment section. Hang on, I've got to find him. Gee, we've got a lot of people in athletics. Um, where are you, Jared? There you are. Uh, schedule? No, we don't want to schedule him. <laughs> Come on the show. <laughs> Off the they, they're so bandless. Bloody AOC. Next next Olympics, we're doing this from New Zealand. Um, oh God, I think Australia sucks in the Winter Olympics. New Zealand, God, they've only won one silver medal. They haven't won anything since. Though having said that, they actually won a Winter Olympic medal before we did, so um, we can't talk there. <laughs> um, alrighty. Who was that? That was a alpine skier, I think, in, in Alberville. She won, like, the downhill or something like that anyway. It's probably New Zealand's Prime Minister by now. Surely by default. <laughs> did you catch a whiff <laughs> of... of what do we say? Do we catch a whiff of it? What was the guy's name again? Uh, Johan Denise. Did you catch a whiff? Yeah, just say Johan. <laughs> Johan's ass when <laughs> you went past him. <laughs> Never trust a fart, lol. <laughs> <laughs> P.S. This is by far <laughs> our least likely to get published. P.S. I'm from Cabaretta. <laughs> Do you remember me? <laughs> from Walmart? <laughs> That's what tomorrow's need to be. It just needs to be the best of. <laughs> yeah. J-Mac. <laughs> Do you remember me in Walmart? <laughs> Getting a whiff. You hit shuttlecocks well. <laughs> Done. All right. Uchimara. <laughs> um, okay, so we're basically now into day 15. So it's actually the penultimate day, but I guess when we come back on uh, closing ceremony day, we're going to talk about that in the final day. But this is this is the busiest day of the Olympics. This is the day that's already started when we're recording it. 30 gold medals today, if you don't mind. That's more than... Uh, Canada has won, I think, in the history of the Summer Olympics, isn't it? Um, probably not. That's a bit mean. Andrew Gaze doesn't know. Um, so every single sport that is on today, there are medals being deciding it. So we've got wrestling, water polo, uh, volleyball, triathlon, which I think we're pulling a Campbell in right now, Jared, taekwondo, modern pentathlon for the men, handball, gymnastics, the fake one, Golf, football, the men's finals on today. Go Germany. Uh, diving, mountain biking begins today. Canoeing sprints, the last day for that. Boxing, basketball, badminton, and athletics, if you don't mind. What are you looking forward to, Colin? I mean, it started already, so you're watching it already. But, I mean, what tickles your fancy? Is it, is it all about um, wrestling, diving, <laughs> all of them? Uh, well, I mean, I love diving. It's probably my favorite uh, summer sport, but... 
Uh, I have to be honest, this is one day where, despite the fact that the Olympics is the biggest thing going in Canada, it doesn't even have primetime coverage tonight, because I don't think I'd be a good Canadian if I didn't mention this. Um, the biggest Canadian band in history by far, the Tragically Hip. Not Nickelback, <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, I don't even think my wife knows what we're talking about. When I said Nickelback, she was in the other room and she just yelled out, Ew. Uh, <laughs> Good, she's, she's well trained. Good job. No, the, the biggest Canadian band in history is a band called The Tragically Hip. And just to put it in perspective, I would say maybe the Beatles are bigger than them. <laughs> if you combined like the Rolling Stones and U2, I don't think they're as big as The Tragically Hip are here. Uh, they're bigger than anything ever. And... In between when they recorded their last album and this, their final tour, the lead singer was diagnosed with terminal brain cancer. So he's basically, he knows he's about to die and he said, we're going to do one final tour. And their final concert forever is being broadcast live on TV tonight. Wow. Um, and this is basically the equivalent if you had Mick Jagger or Bono say, I'm dying and I'm going to do one final show, how big that would be. So the Olympics is preempted. They're actually promoting right now the Tragically Hip concert tonight. If you want to watch the Olympics, you better watch it on the app. Wow. <laughs> so I don't know how much TV coverage we're going to have. I'll be watching throughout the day and uh, tonight, but it's not even making news here right now, the Olympics, because of how big this is. I've just, I've literally had to Google them. I've never heard of them in my life. <laughs> but wow, there you go. We had a thing, um, it's a crowded house. Jared did that in the 90s that they like were, well, where it were done and they performed on the, uh, Sydney Opera House, they did some big farewell concert. I seem to remember that growing up. I don't know if you might be young for that. I don't know. Um, did they die? <laughs> they're still going. <laughs> did they die? Um, <laughs> no, no, they're still going. Have you heard of Crowded House, Colin? Oh, that's... Is that Don't Dream yep. It's Over? Don't Dream It's Over, yep. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yep, all right. But not, not, they're not tragically hip. I mean, come on. Like, oh, no. Definitely not. <laughs> I love here on the Wikipedia page of Tragically Hip for their discography. It's It's got chart positions in Canada, US, US Heat, and the Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> um, clearly, big over in Dutch land. Um, Jared... <laughs> You're watching the you're watching the triathlon right now. Uh, I think we've pulled a Campbell. Uh, what else are you going to be watching today? Uh, I'm looking forward to the uh, athletics. Uh, we've got Ryan Gregson in the 1500 meters, which is the first time we've had a Australian in the men's final in 40 years, uh, which is pretty impressive. And then um, looking forward to watching uh, Max Esposito in the. Um, modern pentathlon oh, um, now that he has all this pressure on him to do as well as chloe national sport in australia already it's huge massive chloe what's uh what's going on with your your high jump uh with the high jump what, what do you mean the high jump your woman's high jump isn't that still going uh, that that finished didn't it um we didn't make the final oh, i don't know i didn't see it <laughs> it's, it's coming to canada in about a week i think um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think that finished like a day the ago tragedy didn't it? everybody <laughs> um yeah, um, <laughs> well, I know Australian didn't make it. She's still crying about it, wearing a big sunglasses. Um, I, I, I think we talked about it. I don't know. I, I, clearly, I love it that much that I paid attention to won it. If this would load for me, I could tell you who would won it um, while it's oh, loading. It's, it's, I don't know. This is claiming that the finals are on tonight at 6.30. All right, well, there you go. Maybe... Th- I was kind of... 
excited to watch it after you talked about it so well, much. Well, you should be. It's the women's high jump. I mean, uh, you're right. It hasn't happened yet. Okay, never mind. <laughs> you got me worried there for a moment. <laughs> Women's high jump. It's on tonight. Yes. Um, is my Italian... Yeah, Desiree Rosette's in it. There we go. Um, Desiree Rosette. That's right. And your, your uh, treasure lady from Canada's in there as well. So, um, yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Whew. That's all right then. Just uh, missed my opportunity. Got to buy a few engagement rings. So, uh, we'll, we'll get into it. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've got one more full day to go to cover day 15. And then we'll have one more episode to go after that to recap, I guess, the... Uh, Closing ceremony, the final day, our favourite moments, and why Chloe Esposito is the queen of the world. So, um, yeah, like us on Facebook, follow us on... Uh, we don't have Twitter, really, uh, but uh, find us on email. <laughs> Hashtag off the podium. Follow Twitter. us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Nice. At NYC55David, at Colcatron, and at J Lubeek. There you go. Um, and we appreciate we got a couple of uh, comments and that on our Facebook page and links Catherine and the gang thank you I did see them um, and I had a few people tweet me last night saying oh the Australian Survivor theme for the Australian it was, it was funny because I, I just tweeted it and then like two seconds later I got one and it's like oh I just tweeted ha <laughs> funny anyway um, thanks for the feedback we appreciate it uh, but it's getting close to the end it's sad but when you got Chloe Esposito winning gold and you don't expect it, it's a happy day. Colin, thank you for your time today and uh, so much appreciated is your time today that I won't give you a thank you by default. All right, and I'm thankful you ended this while I still had a chance to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Jared, I hope you too have had time to go to the bathroom. Uh, yeah, there's always time for a bathroom break, um, even if you don't have a bathroom to go to, evidently. Um <laughs> It's going to be a couple of clutch days. We're sitting on eight gold medals, which is equal to our effort in London. So um, it would just be nice if we could beat that. One more. One more, I think. I think we've got nine in Atlanta from memory. So one more to get to our Atlanta standards, you know, before we peaked in Sydney, Athens and Beijing and then failed miserably. So uh, thank you for your company. Uh, and remember, never trust a fart. Good night. <laughs>